When one looks at Holly Williams' resume, it's easy to see why she's one of the best and brightest students in the Indian River School District. The Sussex Central High School senior is ranked in the top 10% of her class, is a member of the National Honor Society, is currently pursuing a full international baccalaureate diploma, and is a nominee for the Delaware Senate Youth Program. She is also a Governor's School for Academic Excellence participant, a team leader for the Know Your Rights Initiative, a certified volunteer community mediator, and in her spare time, a volunteer for the Emanuel Code Purple Homeless Shelter in Rehoboth Beach. But Holly is perhaps best known for being the captain of Sussex Central's mock trial team, which has been a state finalist each of the past two years and competed in the national competition in 2017. She has the distinction of being a member of the only Sussex County team in history to reach the championship round of the state competition. In addition, Holly received a number of individual awards for her performance as an attorney in the mock trial tournament. In a moment, I'll be joined by Holly, who will discuss Sussex Central's mock trial team, her academic accomplishments, and her plans for the future. She'll be joined by teacher Jordan Marvel, who is one of the school's mock trial coaches. I'm Dave Mall, and this is the IRSD Spotlight. Welcome back. I'm here with Sussex Central High School senior Holly Williams. Holly, welcome to the podcast. Hi. All right. First of all, Holly, what is mock trial? Uh, mock trial is basically a speech and debate competition. Uh, Delrec releases a legal case every year to all the schools that are competing in Delaware, and there's probably about around 30 schools every year, I'd say. Uh, and this year it's a criminal case, and we're going to prepare both sides of the case, so that includes a prosecution and a defense. Uh, we have some team members acting as lawyers, you know, conducting direct examinations, crosses, openings, closings. Uh, and then we'll have some students portraying witnesses, you know, uh, characters who were involved with the crime somehow. Uh, and every year the competitions, uh, the last week of February up at uh, Newcastle County Courthouse. So you get the case in November or the end of November and then you yes. work toward for months, right? Right, right, Building exactly. Building your case and that kind of thing. That's got to be a lot of, a lot of work, right? It, definitely. We mm. got the case. Uh, it said it was going to be released before Thanksgiving. So I was up the night before Thanksgiving uh, refreshing the web page <laughs> over and over again. Uh, 11.45 p.m. There it was. Uh, this year it's art robbery. Mm. So that's kind of new and exciting. Um, the past years we've had arson homicide, um, securities fraud, uh, but we practice about, you know, anywhere from three to five days a week for a couple hours, uh, you know, just going over the facts of the case, our theory of what exactly happened, um, our presentation, our decorum. Uh, so there's a lot of different aspects of it that we have to train, not only understanding uh, the situation, but how we're going to tackle it and argue it the best we can. Now in the past you've been mainly a attorney, defense and and plaintiff or prosecutor, right, that kind of thing. Right. So you've been on both sides. But talk a little bit more about you also have the, the members of the team are also witnesses mm -hmm. and that kind of thing. So you do the whole entire case, everybody involved in the case. Right. So there'll yeah. be um the case consists of six witness affidavits, so there'll be three for defense, three for prosecution or plaintiff, depending on it's a, a civil or criminal case. 
Uh, so the witnesses can be pretty much anything. I mean, one year we had a cop, a zookeeper, and a medical examiner. This year we have a special agent, a reporter, and a sleazy club owner. Um, so our witnesses and lawyers will do pairings of two, you know, and we'll kind of work together. Uh, but I've been an attorney on both sides for the past two years uh, for both plaintiff and defense. Last year at states and then at nationals, I was a prosecution attorney and defense attorney. Now tell us about the competition itself because it's at the courthouse mm -hmm. and I believe you told me earlier that it's actual real judges are yes, presiding yes. over the cases. Tell me, tell us a little bit about that. Um, it's, it's a lot of, it's a really great setup. So we stay overnight up in Wilmington. You go to the courthouse in the morning, there's, you know, a giant line of kids all in suits out the front door. You get in, uh, there's a big screen that says what side of your team is going first because you don't know whether it's going to be prosecution or defense. Um, we all have uh, code names for competition. So last year we were like GY, so it'll say GY defense against like XE prosecution. Uh, so we go in, there's a total of four rounds over two days. Uh, each round lasts probably about three hours. Uh, there's a real presiding judge and the jury is made up of a panel of lawyers who are scoring us on our you know, presentation, how well we carry ourselves, how well we understand the facts of the case. Now, um, is it kind of intimidating walking in there or in front of a real judge and real attorneys and a real courtroom and all that? Uh, it, it definitely can be. Uh, my first year I was a freshman. I looked outside the hotel lobby door and I saw, you know, this team of kids walking by in suits and I basically passed out for a minute. So that was, that was definitely, you know, the severe side of it. But, um, over the years, you know, I do get jitters, but it's almost more exciting now. But, um, it definitely, it can be intimidating when you have, a whole bunch of professionals judging you on something they've been doing their entire lives and you've just been picking up for the past couple of months. Now just to be clear, you're competing when the when the competition comes around, you're competing against other schools in the state of Delaware. Yes, right? exactly. So when you're like the other side, like if you're doing the defense, the plaintiff could be another school from Right, Delaware. right, exactly. So yeah. um, like this year our defense went against Wilmington Christian's prosecution. So uh, you can kind of expect what's going to happen, but you never really know exactly what they're going to say or how they're going to approach it. Mm -hmm. So there's always the element of surprise. Now, since its inception in 2010, I believe, Sussex Central's team has been extremely successful at the state competition, uh, and you've been a key player on a lot of those teams. Um, you, Sussex Central has reached the championship round in each of the last two years of the mock trial competition. What did that accomplishment mean to you, considering it was the highest finish by a Sussex County team in the whole 26-year history of the competition? What did it mean to you to be able to get that far? Uh, getting to finals, uh, it's probably one of my favorite memories, especially two years ago when I was a sophomore. Um, you know, they announced, you know, coming up in second for the finals, Sussex Central High School. Um, I, I still remember that to this day. Uh, it's really an incredible moment because the first year we started, I think we were probably like second to last or something. And every year we've only gone up in strides. Uh, we've never fallen in ranking. And I think it really speaks to starting from the very bottom to getting all the way to be a finalist in the span of about six or seven years. Uh, 
the kind of passion that this team has. I mean, our alumni who are on the mock trial team at UD still come back to coach us and help us out. I mean, we have great attorney coaches coming to help us. Uh, Eric Hacker from Morrison James and Ashley Bickle from Gosner and Gosner. Each year we just keep on improving and setting higher standards for ourselves. And I think we've really set a precedent for other teams from Sussex County because this competition has been predominantly a northern school competition. And since we've really started making a name for ourselves, we've seen IR send a team, CAPE send a team, uh, SAS is creating their first team this year. Uh, So it's really great to kind of spread awareness of the competition and also, you know, make a name for ourselves that we're not just a Sussex County team we're Sussex Central. Now each of the last two years you lost narrowly in the final. This year I'm hoping it's not a narrow loss. Yeah. <laughs> um, now you still got to go to the national competition last year however. Yes correct? we did. Now what now what led to that because I know the, the school that won wasn't able to attend or something. Sure like um, Wilmington Friends we've gone mm-hmm. against them the past two years. Uh, they were first place this year they were a great team. Um, mm-hmm. They were unable to attend because they had mm-hmm. a large number of seniors. Uh, who were taking IB classes, and IB testing falls on the same date as the national competition. Uh, So they had to prioritize their testing and getting college credit, finishing out, you know, with their IB diploma. So they bowed out of attending nationals, which uh, led us to go. So what was that experience like? Uh, That was crazy because, uh, you know, I'm just going to school, it's a normal day, and my one of my mock trial coaches Helen Elliott is I go to math class and my math teacher's like Helen Elliott wants to see you right now I said okay all right so we go down and we're actually sitting in this office and uh, she says Wilmington Friends is not going to nationals and everyone almost like burst into tears it was just crazy emotional moment Uh, so we were kind of taken off guard (laughs) definitely you know suddenly we had to prepare this whole case so we had a month to prepare Uh, we met like every day of the week except for Sundays practically Mm. Um, and it was a really challenging case it's much more Mm. in depth than the state's case Uh, definitely you know takes it up a notch but you know even at the end we were stressed Mm -hmm. and but (laughs) going to nationals is easily one of the greatest experiences I think Mm -hmm. this team has had. Well also joining us is uh, Sussex Central High School teacher and mock trial team coach Jordan Marvel and uh, when I mentioned the narrow losses, he winced a little bit over, <laughs> over at the table. But um, I, I want to start, Jordan, by asking you about Sussex Central's mock trial team and the success that you guys have had just in the last two years. What, what's what been the key to it, basically, to, to be that successful up there at a, state, at, a, at a competition that's always been dominated by upstate schools? Uh, the key is our students. Mm-hmm. They never quit working. We pose this challenge to them every year. Here's this case. You need to work together and you need to come up with an answer to the case. And they they haven't disappointed. This is my, I believe, third year with the team now. I came on as like a volunteer three years ago, the first year they went to the championship round. I didn't know Helen Elliott was grooming me to take over at the time. She's like, I need to bring somebody on. So, And I was just blown away when I first got there with the work ethic of the team. Um, And even to this day, you know, all we got to do at practice is set them on a task and they start that task and they'll complete that task. And what separates them from some of the other teams, I believe, is that when we get the competition, after the first round and after the second round, we go back to the hotel, we debrief, and they stay up and they keep working to work on changes that the coaches have put towards them. And at that point, 
for people like me and Helen and this year Steve Givens as an assistant coach, we're pretty much hands off at that point, and it's in the hands of our attorney coaches that Holly had mentioned earlier. And what really, really pushes them up over the edge is that they listen to them and they take their advice. It is something to see as an educator to watch the students start round one, and by the end of round four, they have implemented the changes on the fly, they have tweaked their questions on the fly, and they are really just shining. And it's it's really great to see them grow throughout the entire three-month process and in the four rounds leading up to the championship round. It's that's what really set, like makes this team is that they never quit working. Now you've seen Holly in action numerous times, that's obviously. True, yes. And uh, what's your overall impression of her skills as an attorney on the team? Well, I uh, I've said it before to some of the other teachers when they've had an issue. I'm like, well, look, your argument wouldn't stand up to Holly right now. I'm like, if she came if she came in here and started crossing you on your argument, you would lose. I wouldn't want to be crossed by Holly, you know. And I'm an adult, so I watching her go is is a lot of fun. Watching her make witnesses squirm is a lot of fun. What was really impressive last year was to watch her really step up as a leader in the courtroom. We had uh, on our, I believe it was our defense, where it was we had two brand new attorneys mm-hmm. on that side, and Holly was sitting in the middle and she was passing notes to both of them, basically like calling audibles, like Peyton Manning out there, you know, <laughs> like. So that that was really impressive to see, and it was nice to watch her step up into that leadership role too. Well, that kind of feeds into my next question with you, Holly, because, you know, in addition to the team's accomplishments, you've also earned some individual awards, which are called gavels. Mm -hmm. Um, Tell us about those. Uh, Gavels are kind of like an MVP award for each Mm -hmm. round. So there's one for an attorney in each round and one for the witness. Um, I've won six individual, well, I've won five individual round gavels. Um, I've won one for overall competition performance, and I won one in the final round uh, championship round last year and at nationals last year I also placed second how challenging was it to be both uh, you know on the defense side and on the prosecution or plaintiff side that's a lot of workload mm-hmm. there you know to, to to handle how how challenging was that for you it, it was challenging. Um, I really welcomed it. It's really rewarding because for my first two years, I was only on one side. You know, I was working to make myself a better attorney to really develop my skill set. And you know, when I was a freshman and a sophomore, I wasn't ready to take on that larger role. Uh, but my junior year, uh, I closed. I gave the closing arguments on both sides uh, and directed a witness on one side, then crossed them on the other side. So that's a lot of fun because you know, in one round. I'll be saying, you know, you know, the name of the witness was Hayden Joyce. Hayden Joyce is innocent. And the next round, I'll be like, Hayden Joyce is a liar. <laughs> so that's always kind of funny um, in a way to do the flip-flop back and forth. But it was almost like I was mentally arguing with myself when I was preparing. Uh, so it was really nice to kind of expect what was coming at me better and know both uh, ends of it. Jordan, what have Holly's skills meant to... Sussex Central's mock trial team overall in the last few years? Well, last year, um, it was definitely a huge reason why we got to the finals. She was our closer, and she won the gavel all but one round, and she only lost that round to another attorney on our team. So, you know, so we, and this year, we've, you know, she's doubling up again. She's going to be our closer again. So we're going into this competition planning on Holly winning at least three out of four gavels, and if not four out of four, hopefully one goes to another member of our team again. <laughs> you know, So 
it's a very nice base to build off of to try and get the rest of the team up to that level. And if and we've told our team this before, and it's true, if they can stand up to Holly's crosses and if they can stand up to our attorney coach crosses, there's no other student in the state that's going to phase them. So she brings a nice element to the team practices that if they can rise to her level and meet her challenge, then they're not going to have nearly an issue going against some of these other attorneys from the other schools. How hard is it going to be to replace her next year? <laughs> I mean, how hard is it to replace Tom Brady or Peyton Manning? <laughs> uh, we have a really what what has excited me now is that we don't have a lot of seniors. I think there's three. I think it's you, Daniela, and Blair, and all three of them are very strong. But we also had very strong seniors last year, and we'll have very strong seniors next year. So what has been really key to the success is that the upperclassmen mm -hmm. have done a great job training the underclassmen to take their place when they get over. Holly brings something special to the table, much like Danny Keenan did last year at our Nationals tournament, just natural talent. And that's always hard to replace, but she's been doing a very good job of training up these younger attorneys to move into her spot next year. You mentioned earlier one of the more interesting aspects of uh, the mock trial program is that two local attorneys, mm -hmm. Ashley Bickle and uh, Eric Hacker, also serve as coaches for the team and they kind of bring some real world, real world guidance and experience to the process. Now, Holly, last summer you served as, as an intern at Gosner & Gosner where uh, uh, Ashley Bickle is an attorney. What yeah. Tell us about that experience a little bit. That was, I'm, I'm very blessed to have been given that experience, um, not only to work under an attorney, but to work for Ashley Bickle, who is a gifted family law attorney, um, and easily one of the best attorneys in Delaware, if not the country. So um, I really look up to her. Uh, she's the managing partner of her G Georgetown firm. Uh, so... I got to go to court, shadow her, kind of see real-world practices, you know, because in the mock trial courtroom, at the end of the day, the case isn't real. But, you know, uh, what Miss Bickle deals with are real-life people with problems, and she's their advocate, and she's helping them through whatever times they're going through. So to be able to watch her in action was a really great learning experience. Um, to be in a law office was a really great experience. I also, besides family law, she does some, you know, uh, criminal law, uh, immigration law, so uh, kind of got to see a little bit of everything. So I guess it goes without saying that you're planning on pursuing law as a career. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, definitely. That'd be the shock of the century. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are your college plans? Have you got anything definite yet? Well, I hear back from my number one, Johns Hopkins, tomorrow at 3 o'clock. So, oh. fingers crossed. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm really hoping on that. But if not, you know, uh, I have a lot of other colleges I'm looking at, too. Uh, definitely uh, somewhere in a metropolitan area where I can really work with urban policy, uh, you know, social policy and, you know, community change. Let's shift gears for a little bit now uh, and talk about the International Baccalaureate Program mm -hmm. um, of which you're enrolled. Um, this is one of the cornerstone programs here at Sussex Central and you've been pursuing a full IB diploma since your junior year. Yes. Now, for the benefit of our listeners who may not know too much about the program, how does IB differ from a course 
coursework perspective in, in the requirements from just other courses, other honors or AP courses or that kind of thing? What makes IB different? Uh, sure. Um, I've, I've experienced all three of those. I was an honors and AP student my first two years at Sussex Central before moving on to the full IB diploma. Um, all classes are rewarding and at Sussex Central in each different level of class I definitely still learned and was gaining a lot from my education. Uh, the difference between say an AP class and IB that in an AP class you know you have that test at the end of the year so you have flashcards, you're memorizing terms and vocabulary and facts. Uh, but in IB, you're going to be writing papers for essentially everything you have to do. So we're writing a paper in math, and in science, we're conducting and designing our original exper uh, experiment that we're doing ourselves. Uh, so to IB, there's an element of independence and really critical thinking that I think isn't shared by other courses. Because if you asked me two years ago to write a math paper, I would not be able to. Uh, but now, you know, I can because. IB's really shown me how to really reflect on different subjects in a way that I wasn't able to before. And it's definitely a higher standard of a work ethic and a workload. I feel that it's really prepared me for college. It's made me a better speaker. Uh, it's definitely made me a stronger reader. So I think IB is the most rewarding program that I've taken at Sussex Central so far. Are you required to do some type of capstone project as part of IB? Yes, uh, we're supposed to do a community service project, mm -hmm. so we're supposed to have that done by senior year. Uh, we do have a community service requirement for IB, which is thus, you know, a number of hours a year, and we're writing about our community service experiences. Uh, but our senior project is supposed to be a much larger encompassing project. Now, I understand that you also go to the middle schools in the district and help recruit students to yes, IB. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. Uh, it's it's great to see younger people and you know try to try to convince <laughs> them to come to Sussex Central. Basically, you know, when I went to middle school. I didn't know I was going to Sussex Central until probably the August before mm -hmm. school started, you know, high school for me. So I didn't really see Sussex Central as an option because mm -hmm. I wasn't in the Indian River School District. I was in the Cape Penelope School District. Uh, and I was a little on the fence, but Bryce Reed, uh, Mr. Reed, he recruited me to be an IB. Um, he told me to give it a chance, so I did. And I think coming to Sussex Central is one of the best decisions I made in coming into the IB program. So I like to share that with middle schoolers when they're thinking about their future. Um, IB is just, I think, one of the best programs that high schools in this area have to offer. And when I tell them that they're going to have to write, you know, like a 3,000 word paper, they, they get so shocked and scared. But, you know, it, once you've been in IB for so long, your teachers, they've helped you so much. They've taught you so much that a 3,000 word paper doesn't even seem like a challenge anymore. It's just a goal you're going to meet. Yeah. Let's move on to some of your activities outside of school. Um, tell us about your work with the homeless. Sure. I've been volunteering at Emanuel Code Purple Shelter in Rehoboth. Uh, my mom helped me get into that. She was on the board of the Emanuel Shelter. I've been serving dinners, helping in clothing and food drives. It's definitely a problem in Sussex County, um, the homeless, uh, all across the state of Delaware. I mean, we're not immune to the opioid epidemic, and that's definitely led to a rise in poverty and just people in difficult situations. Uh, the poverty rate for children in Sussex County, I think, is like 30%, and it should be so much lower than that. 
so being able to help people in need that aren't as fortunate as you or I, that's, uh, it's a really eye-opening experience. Mm-hmm. Has, it been re- has it been a rewarding work? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, the people who are experiencing homelessness, uh, I've met incredibly kind people, incredibly hardworking people trying to get back on their feet. You know, life's dealt them a hard hand. Uh, it really makes you reflect on what you have, especially during the holidays. Um, and I encourage anyone to sign up to volunteer at a soup kitchen or to make a meal yourself and bring it in, or even a small donation, do whatever you can. Uh, giving back to your community, I, I think, is one of the best things you can do. I noticed that your activities with a lot of your school clubs have included things like canned food drives, mm-hmm. um, disaster relief efforts, mm-hmm. volunteer work. Is community service something that's always been important mm-hmm. to you or is currently important to you? Yeah, uh, I guess it's kind of like a family tradition. Uh, <laughs> first you know, community effort I did was probably when I was a year old and there was a Martin Luther King rally on Martin Luther King's day. So I have a baby picture of me marching, you know, in my little snowsuit. So I think since I was young, my family really instilled those values in me that you're, you know, what makes you and what makes your characters, how much you can give to other people and how much you can serve as a pillar for other people. So they've definitely raised me to give back to my community, be active in my community, be politically active. So it is really important to me. It's what's made me want to pursue a career in law and a career in public policy, is being able to help the lives of other people and uplift the lives of other people. Tell us about your work as a community mediator. Uh, Sure. Uh, That's the Community Mediation Program of Maryland. Uh, So what that is, it's a conflict resolution uh, for basically anyone that needs it. Sometimes courts will refer you to go to a mediation session before you proceed, you know, with litigation. Um, Teenagers that are having problems can go, you know, especially with their family or their parents. Um, Citizens and police officers can go to handle, you know, civil disputes. Uh, I was trained to be a mediator when I was about 13 years old, so I think the mediation program, which was spearheaded by Lorg Sharkudian, is a wonderful program for people that are having conflict because, you know, when you go to court, you're going to court, but mediation's kind of like the peace will step back before that, so, you know, so no one's name's going on a paper, you're just being listened to and there's a neutral third party hearing your reasoning and reflecting it to the other party in a you know a calm understanding way that's a that's definitely you know two worlds where you're arguing in a courtroom and then you're talking in mediation that i've gotten to see both of there's one question i always like to ask gifted students like yourself and i've asked this uh you know we've done other student profiles what do you like to do for fun Um, I mean, mock trial is fun to me. That's the most <laughs> That's fun I, I have. That's the most fun I have. Like, it makes me sound like such a dork, but I just, when I, when mock trial season ends, I start planning the team roster for next year and I'll go to classes and I'll pull out certain people that have been recommended to me to recruit them for the team. So that's a lot of fun to me. Besides that, I mean, you know, that's, that's my biggest passion is the law and, you know, service, but I mean, I've been learning to cook lately, so that's a lot of fun, you know, I'm going to college, um, 
I'm trying to fend for myself a little more. Yeah. <laughs> so my mom's a very talented chef, and yeah. she's been helping me a lot lately mm-hmm. learning that. So Well, Holly, there's about 100 other things on your resume that I'd like to ask you about, but we're just about out of time, unfortunately. <laughs> so um, I'd like to wrap things up by just having you tell us about your time here at Sussex Central and the impact that it's had on your life. Sussex Central, um, like I said, I never thought I was going to come here. I didn't really think of it as an option until I got here. It's, it's a great high school. The staff, the teachers are unparalleled to any other school I've been to in their dedication to their job, their interest in students. You know, everyone knows each other's name. They know what's going on, you know, they keep tabs on you and make sure that you're going okay, you know. Even my math teacher will ask me about English class, you know, for example. So there's a really great welcoming environment and supportive environment here. One of the great things about Sussex Central is mock trial because if I had not gone here, I never would have been on a mock trial team and I never would have found my passion and my purpose in life Uh, because when I went up to the courtroom uh, in freshman year, that's when I knew this is what I wanted to do. Uh, so without that program, um, I wouldn't have this drive that I do now. And without all the teachers and coaches and mentors that are provided here, um, I certainly wouldn't be where I am now. Jordan, do you have anything you want to add about Holly before we close the episode? As she's a, she's just a you know, a very bright example of what Sussex Central has to offer. She's one of our standout students, and she's a standout member of the community. And if we had a lot more students like her, then that would be even better. So I uh, appreciate everything she does for the mock trial team, everything she does for the community. And we got one more season (laughs) together. Just like nationals is going to be a bumpy ride, but (laughs) we're going to, you know, I'm going to hate to see her go next year. (laughs) Well, I want to thank you both for joining me today and Holly good luck with the rest of your senior year thank you we hope you've enjoyed this special student profile episode of IRSD Spotlight this podcast is produced by the Indian River School District episodes can be accessed through iTunes or by visiting irsd.net and going to the podcast link under the Discover IRSD tab. It is also available through several mobile podcast apps. Thank you for listening, and we'll be back soon with more great news and information from the Indian River School District. Until then, remember that Indian River truly is a model of excellence.